Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the Slab Stocks trade deadline podcast series. Last week, we did the pitchers and what top prospects could be dealt to pick up some pitchers around the MLB. And this week, Nate's got us a list for the hitters and position players around the league. And Nate, you just want to give us a little rundown of what we're looking at here? Yes, I would love to. Um, Fair warning, if you are a fan of a team that needs a position player... Uh, this may be quite depressing for you. You'll probably want to quit now while you're ahead. Um, for the, those of you that are keep on going, uh, it's not a great list. I tried to find players I thought would be traded from bad teams, and I tried to find teams that had bad production from positions that could use the players from the bad teams, put together a list of guys... It's not beautiful. Most of it is first baseman and DH. Um, there's a couple outfielders that are big names. Otherwise, you know, there's a catcher in James McCann, who's not a sexy name at all. Former Tiger, now in the White Sox, having a good year, but, you know, not somebody you'd want to rely on. Uh, there's a lot of second baseman slash... Yeah, kind of second baseman type guys. Todd Frazier has a third baseman. Otherwise, there's really no big fish except for Whit Merrifield. And Whit Merrifield is more of a, like, um, I don't know, I think he has like an 890 OPS. So to put that in perspective, he's definitely not a, you know, Manny Machado, Bryce Harper type from last year. It'd be kind of like... If Travis Shaw had played the last two years, he'd be like the biggest fish type of thing. That yeah. Type of, that type of skill level. It's not super exciting, to say the least. No. Very useful. What if Merrifield is an extremely yeah. useful, extremely good player. One I'd love to have on my team. But it's not like you're grabbing that Manny Machado that's going to come up clutch in the playoffs. He, what Merrifield might come up clutch in the playoffs, but you expect Machado to do it. You don't exactly expect Merrifield to do it, at least in my eyes. Um, so with all that being said, we're just going to go down position by position. I've got him listed off as first base, DH, second base, shortstop, third base, catcher. We'll go outfield. Um, we'll go player by player or team by team. It'll be hit or miss on how we do it. I'm sure it'll change Yeah. Uh, over and over. Right. Um. But we'll basically be going by section, so we'll say the section, and then we'll go, and hopefully we can maybe piece this out later, so if you just want to listen to a section. Yep. Um, to start, though, we're going to be talking about first base DH, and uh, first on our list is Sinsu Chu. He is an outfielder, as many of you know, on the Rangers. He's having a pretty good year. He's like an 823 OPS. Not an outfielder. Terrible defense. 37 years old, owed $21 million next year, so the Rangers would have to pay down uh, the $21 mil owed next year. He's the same age as you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't know if he gets traded because of the $21 mil he's owed, plus whatever else he's owed the rest of this year, but the Indians are one of the teams I view as, uh, use as a D- could use a DH. 
they have like Trevor Bauer and Hanley Ramirez or Trevor Bauer, uh, Jake Bowers. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Jake, Jake Bowers. Bowers and Hanley Ramirez as their DHs right now. Hanley Ramirez is on their team. Yeah, neither of them are doing well. So since Uchu would be a nice fit, the Indians are definitely not going to want to pay any of the money because they wouldn't pay Michael Brantley this past year the qualifying yeah. offer. So, since you're true, not likely to be traded. If he was traded, what he would cost, maybe a, if they paid off a ton of his money, maybe a Yu Cheng, Cheng Cheng um, from the Indians. Probably a one-for-one one type of deal. Maybe a little lower guy. Maybe like a Lenny Torres and a Will Benson or something. I was say Daniel Johnson made the Futures game this year. Yeah, I know that he wasn't really anything this season for him, so maybe they deal someone like him just to bring yeah, in somebody, somebody MLB. Not. That could definitely be a, a case where you uh, trade the hot hand if you don't think he's going to be anything later on. Yeah. What I do know is that since you're true, great bat right now, terrible defense, would fit as a DH, but really the Indians are one of the only teams that needs a DH, and I don't think they want to pay that money next year. Mm-hmm. So the Rangers would probably have to eat like all of it almost. Yeah. Uh, going on, Nick Castellanos. Uh, many of you have probably seen he's rumored to go to the Cubs. How would he fit on the Cubs? I don't see a fit. Yeah. They already have a Kyle Schwarber poor defensive outfielder. Jason Hayward's having a good year, so they're not going to put uh, move him from right field. Maybe they replace Schwarber with him. Maybe Schwarber catches a little more now that um, Contreras is injured. Uh, But they did just pick up Martin Maldonado, so I don't really understand the fit there. Um, But the bat is really good. It would play much better in a National League park, specifically the Central Division, than it would in Comerica, where the Tigers play. Uh, Otherwise, obviously the Indians... Need a DH. Nick Cassianos fits as a DH. He's a terrible defender in the outfield. One of the worst. But, again, the Indians, it's the same division. Do the Tigers want to trade to the Indians in the same division? Some teams don't care as much as others. It's hard to know which ones do and which ones don't. Especially because the Tigers aren't planning on being good anytime soon, and the Indians will probably be bad by the time the Tigers are good. I don't think they should care. But it's always something to keep a track of. And then the D-backs. I have the D-backs under here for the sole reason. They're like one game above 500. I do think they'll end up being a seller. I don't know if, or maybe just stay put and not buy. Uh, They're kind of in the Giants boat, but the Giants had Bruce Bochy in his last year, so I think they're going to be going for it. I have the D-backs on there for the sole reason they did not care about defense when it came to J.D. Martinez. No. Two years ago. I don't know if they will care now, but they clearly didn't care. They could use an upgrade from Adam Jones or uh, Jared Dyson in the outfield, in one of the outfield corners, so maybe they go for Nick Castellanos. What type of prospect do you even see Castellanos commanding between um, a number of those teams? Like, I mean, you know, I don't need a specific name, but is it going to be like a... Don't, ex- j- don't expect anything good. Here, let's pull up... Uh, let's pull up... Um, why can't I think? Oh, J.D. Martinez. What the trade was? Yeah, let's pull up his trade because he was also a bat-first guy. 
that had half a season left that played no deep, you know, a terrible defender. Um, and if anybody looked at him, you were probably like, oh man, that's a terrible trade for the Tigers, especially after what he went on and did for the D-backs uh, two years ago because he killed it. So they got Sergio Alcantara, Jose King, and Dewal Lugo. So nothing. Yes, essentially. Um, well, Dewal Lugo was a name at the time, but not a great name. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Alcantara and Jose King are still in the minors uh, two years later. So, I mean, I'm looking yeah. at their list right now. I'm after John Duplantier. Duplantier, yes. Duplantier. They don't have much of name recognition for me. But you got Matt Tabor down there at number 13. Matt Tabor is not getting traded. I, I was just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Indians, you know, maybe they trade. And we're going a little slow here, so we'll pick it up here. But essentially, I don't really know what a Nick Castellanos will get traded for. I don't think it will really be anybody you guys should be worried about. Maybe it's like a Lenny Torres which you guys might be invested in, or Will Benson, you might be invested in, or Ethan Hankins, trying to grab names that people might be invested in more so than just random players here. Um, I could see maybe one of these rookie A-ball pitchers that they drafted in the last first, second round in the last couple of years get traded, but Ethan Hankins can't get traded, right? Because he just got drafted. Yeah, no. no, he's 2018. 2018. Uh, so, yeah. Maybe one of those guys and like a rookie ball guy somewhere down the line, but probably not. And maybe, maybe like a utility player type guy. Yeah. Uh, but probably not anything too uh, exciting. And I wouldn't be excited if I was Tiger fans. We move on to Trey Mancini. Um, he actually can play first base, which is uh, big if you are the Rays, who have G Man Choi, who is sitting at like a 103 OPS plus. Um, which is like three percent better than league average. I think you're gonna say one on three OPS. <laughs> you can get you can. Oh no, you <laughs> He's can. Not Tyler Saladino. Yeah, well, no, Tyler Saladino, <laughs> the man with two grand slams. Yeah, seven hits, two grand slams. Tyler Saladino. <laughs> uh, you can get Trey Mancini's hundred uh, one twenty something OPS plus as an upgrade, but he is in the same division as the Rays. The Angels could use an upgrade over Albert Pools. Are they willing to make Albert Pujols a bench bat is the question because Otani needs to DH. The answer is probably no because they owe him a ton of money and it's Albert Pujols. You probably can't do him like that. Yeah. And if you put him on the bench, that is handicapping a bench spot. True. Uh, because he can't, can't play, play multiple positions and you need your backup catcher. You need a backup shortstop. You need a backup outfielder. I don't think you, you want to... Himself have Albert Pools as your backup. Though Trey Mancini can slot into right field or left field. Not well, but he can. So maybe they do that. Um, and then I have the Red Sox down. Mitch Moreland is coming back from injury. Michael Chavez has been playing first base. Michael Chavez currently has a exactly 100 WRC+. Plus. Um, but that's pretty much front-loaded from the beginning. Yeah, so he's been he's been slacking here lately. They could also shift Michael Travis over to second base, move Brock Holt back to utility infielder, and grab a Trey Mancini and have him platoon with Mitch Moreland because Moreland is terrible against lefties. And Mancini is a right-hander. Uh, same with Jose Abreu. He's got the same. He's the next on our list. Same guys. 
Angels, Rays. Rays could actually be traded because not in the same division. Um, Indians for DH, but in the same division. And then Red Sox, platoon partner, blah, blah, blah. What would a Trey Mancini and a Jose Abreu go for is the question. How much more than a Nick Castellanos? Uh, a lot more? Significantly more? Yeah, because they can actually play a yeah they can position. play defensively a position, whereas um, the Cassianos, the Cassianos can. cannot. Looking up, looking up. Uh, so Jose Abreu is a free agent after the end of the year. Trey Mancini, I believe, has multiple years left yeah, on his I deal. Doubt he's a free agent. Um, so Trey Mancini would probably Jose Abreu might not get much more than Nick Cassianos. Just being a first baseman, first baseman aren't that valuable. I wouldn't worry too much um, from any of your guys' investment standpoints. And then Trey Mancini has, I'm trying to get his uh, years left here. If my computer would work. In the meantime, I'm looking at the Rays' uh, prospect system, and they're pretty loaded, I'd say. Oh, the Rays are, <laughs> the Rays are definitely loaded. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there is three more years left of Trey Mancini. He is free agent eligible 2023. So you'd be buying into multiple years here. Um, might be nice for a team like the White... Uh, or White Sox. It might be t- nice for a team like the uh, Red Sox, who I think Moreland is a free agent after the year, or the Rays if they don't want to rely on Nate Lowe, which would be ridiculous, or um, G-Man Choi. So probably not the Rays because they have Nate Lowe in the wings. Yeah. Um, Angels, they owe, they have a few more years of Albert Pujols left. I need two. So that's probably not a good fit on Trey Mancini. I think Mancini might go to the Red Sox, but he's also the same division, but the Orioles are so bad, I don't know if they'd care. What he'd cost, you know, going over to the Red Sox here... They don't have much. I don't think he obviously wouldn't cost a Casas. I don't think they trade Jaron Duran, who's been their best player in the minors this year. Um, maybe you buy like a Tanner Hoke or a Jay Groom type of thing and try to, you know, build them back up. We'll see. Not very exciting pro- uh, players here, so there won't be really exciting well, but like, prospects going back. Is Bobby Delbeck like a super expendable piece right now? Considering the Red Sox's infielders, I mean, most infielders are going to be expendable uh, since the Red Sox have Devers and Bogarts yeah. on one side of the infield. Yeah. Um, second base is up in the air for them. Right. So you know. I mean, it's not that they really even have any. If Bobby Delbeck gets hot and keeps going, maybe he fits in at second base. That'd be interesting. Um, but maybe they should just move Mookie back into second, which is also a thing they could do. Yeah, he came up as a second baseman. I didn't know that. Um, so we move on. Melky Cabrera is on the Pirates right now. He's DH only. He's hitting all right. Indians. This is not a name that is going to get any autos. You'd be invested in change hands or you know switch teams. So you shouldn't worry about Melky Cabrera. It's just he's a DH option for an Indians team. And then Hunter Pence. I have the Indians down again. He is an outfielder who should be playing DH. And All-star this year. Yeah, all-star DH. Yeah, yeah, yeah all-star um, DH. 
Indians, again, Hunter Pence is an interesting choice because he actually might cost something significant, but again, it's probably along the same lines of the guys we've been talking about. It's not going to be a Nolan Jones or a George Valera or a Tristan McKenzie or Tyler Freeman or Bo Naylor. It might be a Yu Cheng Chang, probably not. It might be a Lenny Torres. He's injured. They might want to get rid of, you know, uh, get something with for him without having to rehab him. Um, guys like that, but nothing too exciting. So we covered first base DH. Very depressing. Depressing yeah. list. That was a depressing ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so not nothing you guys should be worried about from your investment purposes. Uh, treat. <clears throat> Maybe lower end pitching prospects if you're invested in them might be on the move, but nothing too exciting. Trey Mancini probably has the most trade value there, which is a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the second baseman, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna leave the big fish for last. You probably all know who that is. It's with Merrifield, we'll go. We'll start with uh, Derek Dietrich. We got Eric Sogard, Freddie Galvis. Potentially Scooter Jeanette hasn't really played. Has been pretty bad, but he is a free agent at the end of the year. Maybe a team takes a hack at him, right? Mm -hmm. So we got multiple teams here that could use players. I will list them off. Uh, we've got the Dodgers. I don't think they probably trade for anybody because they Gavin Lux is killing AAA, and they probably just slot him in at second. At the end of the year, you're saying? No, right yeah. now. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, instead of trading for a second baseman, yeah, the Dodgers would probably be better off just playing Gavin Lux. Oh, I, yeah, I got what you're saying. Uh, the Twins, Jonathan Scope is playing all right, but maybe they want a little bit of an upgrade. I think he had like a 90, 97 WRC plus when I was looking at it on Fangraphs earlier. You could use an upgrade over that, but it's not like the end of the world if you don't. They have Marwin Gonzalez that they can slot in at second, though he's not having a great year either. So they could use an upgrade. Will they grab one? Probably not, but we'll cover them. The Nationals could use an upgrade over Dozier. I forget what his WRC Plus was. I believe it was in the 90s. Uh, but they might be better off just playing Carter Kaibu. Uh, the Cardinals, Colton Wong has been bad. They could use an upgrade. Maybe they move Matt Carpenter over to second put Colton Long on the bench and trade for like a Todd Frazier. We'll cover that more later. A's, Jerks, and Profar has been bad. They could use an upgrade, but they also have like Franklin Barriedo and stuff in their minors, Chad Pender. So, you know, maybe they just try to run with one of them. Mm -hmm. The Indians, and the Indians aren't here a lot for a team that's down like three games in their division. Yeah, the uh, Kipnis has been bad. They could use an upgrade. Maybe they just run with Yi Cheng Chang. Um... But also, maybe they trade for a Derek Dietrich or uh, Eric Sogard or something that won't cost much at all. Uh, Giants, Joe Panic has been bad. I don't think they make any trades. I think they probably just stand pat and run with the team they got and see if they can keep catching lightning in a bottle. And if not... Such a weird scenario. Yeah. They it's got like, hot. Madison Bumgarner is probably off the market. Will, Will Smith. Will Smith might not be off the market because, you know, they got plenty of relievers. They might... Still, yeah, trade yeah. him away. Get a good piece um, for the future since they weren't expected to be good this year. Right. Uh, and then the Red Sox, I've got them down because Holt has been good out of second, but he could be better used as a utility player that can shift all around. 
Uh, Michael Chavez has been going, trending in the wrong direction, and Pedroia has been injured. Like always. I don't think they do anything because I'm sure they're just fine using Holt and Chavez at second. Uh, but we'll see. But the players available are Derek Dietrich. He's on the Reds. He's probably not going to go to the Cardinals. Reds and the Cardinals do not like each other. Derek Dietrich seems like a guy that probably wouldn't like the Cardinals anyways. Yeah. But uh, I could see him maybe going to, you know, like an A's team that doesn't want to spend much but get an upgrade over Pro Bowl. But Derek Dietrich, Eric Sogard, Freddie Galvez, not going to cost much in terms of prospect nice. returns. Um, granted, I'm saying all this, we have to keep in mind that there's barely any guys, so the prospect uh, cost will probably cost a little higher. Because there's so few guys being traded, or it's so few guys that seem like readily available to be traded, and so uh, costs might be higher because there's going to be more buying teams than selling teams. Um, we've got Eric Sogard, second baseman, can slot in at shortstop if need be. You'd prefer not, but it can happen. Good second baseman, hitting the ball really well this year. So weird Jays. to see after last season, the begin- beginning of the year, he was so putrid for the Brewers like oh, yeah. so bad oh yeah and so he's there um same division as the Red Sox Freddie Galvis same division as the Red Sox so I don't think they trade for him I also don't think that they, they do it the Red Sox will do a trade anyway so maybe the Cardinals grab him what are the Blue Jays running right now in their infield they have Sogar and Galvis between second base and short is Biggio back down uh wasn't he playing second base then I don't know. I haven't heard anything about. Uh, oh wait, no, Biggio would have been playing. Is he? Well, I don't know if these guys are. You know, I'm just looking at their stats, right. looking at their games played. No, they I played a lot of games. I get what you're saying. They've I know had they a lot of bats. Yeah, I just, I just. Biggio might be. Biggio might be uh, starting second baseman for them right now. I haven't really paid attention to the Blue Jays too much. Pretty boring, other uh, than uh, Vlad, Vlad Biggio. Biggio. Well, yeah, it looks like Galvis starting short, and then Sogard working in all around and stuff. Makes sense. Good utility guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eric Sogard and Freddie Galvis, two names that could probably slot on any of these teams, really, because they can play multiple positions. They're good utility guys, if not starting second baseman or shortstop. And uh, everybody could use a utility guy. Not the Dodgers. They got Kike Hernandez that can slot all over. Twins have Marlon Gonzalez. But maybe the Nationals want to grab a Sogard or a Galvis or Dietrich. Uh, and then slot them into a utility role once Kaiboom gets up. But though Dietrich wouldn't work as well because he's second base outfield, uh, whereas Sogard and Galvis can play all over. Um, but Scooter, the yeah, I was gonna get to Scooter. Scooter, uh, he's been injured. He's not gonna go to the Cardinals. They're same division. I don't think he gets traded, but I think the Reds aren't planning on resigning him either. How much is this trade or value? Just value in general fell fall in the last year. Well, if he had been healthy, if they had yeah. traded him at the start of the year, they would have got some nice pieces for him. Yeah. Now, I don't know what you get. You know, if you trade him to the Giants, you basically replace Panic, who's been bad, with Scooter, who's been bad, but might have more upside. What do you What do you get from the Giants? Right? Scooters has just barely played forty three at bats, fourteen games. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been injured, but he was bad in those at-bats. You know, from the Giants, like, their farm system isn't great. Maybe they trade a Logan Webb for Scooter, but that seems probably might be too high at this point. Yeah. Maybe they try to trade, like, 
Ray Black or something and you get a reliever back, but Ray Black doesn't matter to us, right? Right. Uh, Jake, you know, maybe Jake Wong, who was just drafted like last year, two years ago, something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's not it's not pretty. I don't see anybody paying out the, out the nose for right. a scooter. So those are all options for these teams, but they're not sexy options. They're not options that are going to cost a ton. Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned about it from an investment standpoint. Uh, it's Whit Merrifield that is the big fish in the entire free agent market. Trade market. Uh, yeah, my bad. I say it all the time, uh, too. <laughs> the big fish in the entire trade market. Little note here, he's in the same division as the Indians and the Twins, so you can probably take them out. There's no way the Royals are going to want to see Whit Merrifield playing on the Indians and Twins for the next like four years or whatever his contract was before the start of the season. Yeah. They play in the same state as the Cardinals. I don't think they're going to want Whit Merrifield playing in the same state as them for the for you know the next four years. That matters. Yes, you think that matters. That matters big time. Interesting. They're not going to trade to the Cardinals. The Yankees aren't going to trade with the Mets. So on and so forth. At least teams that are close by. Yeah. Um. And uh. So I don't think that happens. The Dodgers. Whit Merrifield would look really good on that team. Do they think it's worth the upgrade over just playing Gavin Lux right away or waiting and then playing Gavin Lux later? I don't know. If it was the Dodgers, you know, you're going to say goodbye to Dustin May. Kiba Ruiz. Maybe Kiba Ruiz. Yeah. Probably, pro- definitely probably a top, a two top hundred uh, prospects yeah. guy, Whit Merrifield. Um, if you're the Twins... You know, they've stated Bruce Starr is off-limits. You're not going to get Royce or Kirilov for Whit Merrifield. No. But, you know, you might get a Bruce Starr and Larnich or a Larnich and, like, multiple other pieces that could uh, keep going like that Duran kid. Um, Johan Duran. The Nationals, they should probably just play Kai Boom or stick with Dozier. But if they wanted Whit Merrifield... You know, maybe they just swap out Kai Boom. I was just going to say just one for if one they, yeah. or whatever. Kai Boom for Merrifield. Maybe Kai Boom, and since teams don't love doing one-for-ones, maybe yeah. like a rookie league guy or something. Or at least if I was a team of, fan of a team, I wouldn't like doing a one-for-one. No. Maybe get like a reliever back or something. Not, the, not a major league reliever, like a minor league reliever or something. Or, you know, if not Kai Boom, I don't oh. think Luis Garcia is a sexy name that the Royals would want. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's a big drop off for the Nationals after. Yeah, maybe Mason Denberg. Yeah, Mason Denberg, Tim Kate, and then like a. uh, Well, pretty much it has to be Kai Boom or like Trey Turner. Yeah, it's got to be. And if you trade Trey Turner, that'd be stupid. Yeah. Um, you're not gonna trade like Victor Robles. No. So probably, probably Kai Boom. And uh, like a like a Tim Kate or something. Yeah, as I was say, Kaibum and Kate or um, and you know somebody down the list that is uh, interesting <laughs> rookie ball guy that doesn't matter to us, Jeremy De La Rosa. So, uh, Whit Merrifield for the Nationals, Whit Merrifield for the Cardinals. Don't think it happens. We're not going to cover it here. Whit Merrifield for the A's. The A's would be an interesting team. They've got enough pitchers um, to unload. Because they have, you know, Puck and Lizardo and 
Sean Murphy. Yeah. They, and then they have guys underneath that. Austin Beck, Jorge Mateo. Yeah. Lazaro uh, Armenteros, who strikes out a billion times a year. Yeah. Um, what happens with them? Maybe they grab uh, Franklin Barrieto and uh, somebody like that, but those aren't really valuable. I think A.J. Puck would have to be this, or one of Puck or Lazardo would have to be the centerpiece for this trade. Yep. I don't think it would cost two of any of Puck, Lazardo, or Murphy, but I could be wrong there. Um, maybe a Lazardo and Austin Beck, and you go farther down the list and you grab, like, uh, you know, I. <laughs> doesn't matter to us, really, because. Uh, they're all randos. They're all random guys that aren't going to be investment prospects. But basically, if they if the A's get with Merrifield, expect Puck or Lazardo to be traded, which I don't know how much that does to their value because, I mean, it's the A's to the Royals. Yeah, there's not much value with them on the A's in the first part. I do feel, I mean, both have, like, passionate fan bases, so to speak, but, like, small market fan bases. Yep. So it's not like there's a huge difference there. Especially when it comes to paying money for prospects, like I would never notice a difference. I don't think between the A's and the Royals pitcher, except for the fact that the A's have had two top pitching prospects compared to the Royals that didn't the last couple of years. Um, <clears throat> moving on, we got the Indians. They're not going to be trading for Whit Merrifield. We have the Giants. The Giants would be interesting. I will say that <laughs> could get the weird. Giants fast. would be interesting because it has to be Luciano. Well, it's not going to be Joey Bart. It's not going to be Joey Bart. Yeah. He is the heir apparent to, to uh, Buster Posey. Buster Posey. Yeah. It would have to be Luciano. I don't think Kelia Ramos gets it done himself. I don't know if they'd want to trade Luciano and Ramos, but it might have to be. That'd be wild. Um, for them to get with Merrifield. Maybe I'm overestimating his value, but he is the best player on the market. I mean, he's super he's versatile, He's signed too. to a good deal. And he does everything well. Yeah. Um, so maybe, but at the very least, it would have to be Luciano, which would be a crazy trade because I've seen multiple things this week where they're like, Luciano keeps this up once Wander Franco's gone. He's probably the number one prospect in baseball. That'd be wild. So we'll see what happens there with the Giants, but with Merrifield would be interesting. And I think the Giants would be, if they could get Luciano, I think they would be psyched out of their minds. Yeah. And then the Red Sox, um, I don't think they do a trade for Merrifield. I don't know if they have the firepower in general to do it anyways. Um, they don't have the firepower. They have a bad system. Uh, it would have to include Michael Chavez and, and like, probably Tristan Casas. As I said, Chavez and Tony Flores and then Darwin's and Hernandez. Like, nah, not enough. Well, then it looks like they're not getting him because I doubt yeah. that they're training Tristan Casas. Um, and so that is the second base market. Whit Merrifield is the big fish. Will he get traded? Probably. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. It's just tough to tell. He costs so much, and then these extra guys are so little. They're, they can definitely be an upgrade to your team, but they're around the edges. Yeah. We move on to shortstop, and I've got Freddie Galvis in here also. Because um, he can play multiple positions. I've got the Brewers, who Orlando Arcia has been by far been the worst starting shortstop in the league. He has been atrocious offensively, and despite coming up as a defensive wizard, has not been very good defensively. 
It looks makes, like he's getting like five makes, steps worse. Makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, gets to a lot of balls and then makes mistakes. Um, so the Brewers, you know, Freddie Galvis, as funny as it seems, Freddie Galvis would be a huge upgrade for the Brewers <laughs> over Orlando Garcia. Freddie Galvis, who was a free agent at the beginning of the year, who isn't worth much, uh, would probably be an astronomical upgrade. If you told me that before the season, or even before two seasons ago, I'd say you're nuts. So depressing. That yeah. someday Galvis would be more valuable than Orlando Garcia. Yeah. Granted, the Brewers might should probably just play Mario Dubon yeah. at shortstop instead, but Mario Dubon might get traded for... Uh, a pitcher that they desperately need. Yeah. You know, a Mike Miner or... Uh, I saw somebody, Dubon, Dubon, and a couple other guys for Marcus Stroman. It was like a ton of our depth, on my, or Aaron Ashby and stuff like that. So we're probably going to keep Dubon for a trade. Freddie Galvis would be a good person to slot in for Orlando Arcia, kick Orlando Arcia to the minors or to utility role, but probably to the minors. Um, and then there's Miguel Rojas, who is the Marlins uh, shortstop. Not a great hitter, but has been like per- slightly better than RC at hitting this year, which is not saying much. But he is much better defender, so maybe the Brewers just want to grab a defensive first uh, shortstop. shortstop and just go with him instead of Arcia. He's 30. I think he's controlled for a few more years. He probably wouldn't cost a ton. I don't know if the Marlins want to give him up. Tough to say, but he's another option. Um Freddie Galvis and Miguel Rojas would not cost a lot. If you're looking at the Brewers list here, you know, Freddie Galvis is not going to cost Tristan Lutz or Bryce Durang or Dubon or Zach Brown or Feliciano. Not going to cost Trent Grisham. After that, you know, you're getting down into the... the pro- not even going to cost probably a Corey Ray, even though Corey Ray is terrible. Maybe he's hot enough where, you know... Joe Gray. Yeah, and there's enough guys where maybe like a Lucas Ersig gets traded. The system's so weird I'm looking at right now. You know, Lucas Ersig, Devin Williams or something, but like I I don't think he's going to have that much value. He might because there might be a lot of teams going for him, but I don't think this is the type of guy that teams are going to overpay and give a Joe Gray for. Yeah. Peyton Hattie. So you guys shouldn't be worried about that. On to third base. Um, there was two contending teams that clearly needed a third base upgrade. The awkward part is it's the Cardinals and the Indians who have Jose Ramirez and Matt Carpenter. Well, Matt Carpenter and Jose Ramirez, since I said Cardinals Indians. Um, both multi-time All-Stars. Yeah. Obviously, the Cardinals are not going to give up on Matt Carpenter. But they might give up on Colton Wong, move Matt Carpenter to second, and trade for Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier being the only like third baseman out there that's available. Um, the Indians are not going to give up on Jose Ramirez, but maybe they move Jose Ramirez to, uh, second and grab Todd Frazier, or maybe they put Todd Frazier at second and just don't care about defense at all. Oh, that'd be so weird. You know, <laughs> it, like the Brewers did last year. Um, there's multiple ways Todd Frazier could move teams. I really don't see it happening because there really aren't that many teams that need a third baseman. Maybe a team that needs DH wants a... DH, first base, third base type in Todd Frazier. Yeah. And then he would become more interesting. You know, maybe the Indians are like, you know what? Let's grab a first base, third base, DH. Yeah, play and he wherever can, he needs yeah. to. Um, 
So we'll see there what would Todd Frazier cost. He's on the last year of his deal. He's not overly exciting. He's got some pop still. Yeah. And he plays an all right third base. I don't think, you know, going back to the Indians list, again, he's not a very expensive piece. I don't think a ton of people are going to be going for him. Again, I come back to like your Lenny Torres, your Will Benson's, your Anthony Hankins. Maybe you can grab one of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, before the year, maybe I would have been like Bobby Bradley, but not Bobby Bradley anymore. Not now that he's been hitting billions of home runs. Um. So Todd Frazier is an odd piece. There's a bunch of odd pieces. I can't stress that enough in this podcast. Is that there's a lot of like unsexy names that aren't going to cost top pieces. So it's going to be your minor investments that go by the wayside. And like if the Dodgers trade for somebody, it's going it's not probably not gonna be a Dustin Mayer or Gavin Lux on the move. It's probably gonna be like one of your Josiah Grace. Or your Will Smith. Well not well maybe Will Smith. Well yeah Keeper Ruiz too. Yeah, but probably not. Is Will Smith in the majors right now still? He was. He's been shifting back and forth. Um but, uh, you know, so we'll see on that. Moving on, we're at catcher. The only catcher I saw on the market that was worth anything was James McCann. James McCann, I should really look up his stats so that you can, Aaron, you want to look that up? Yeah, I got you. Um, James McCann is the type of guy that can be a starter right now. He's having a good year on the White Sox. You'll probably remember him from the Tigers. He's having a good year on the White Sox. He could probably slot in as somebody's backup if you want to upgrade backup catcher. This guy's been pretty good this year. Yeah, you want to read those stats? Yeah, two ninety two average, twelve home runs, three forty six on base percent, three ninety four slugging. Oh, I, I just totally moved down. It's my bad. Two ninety two average, three forty six on base, four eighty seven slugging, one twenty WRC plus, seven yeah. percent walk, twenty eight percent strikeout. So he's been pretty dang good at the catcher position. Yeah. So. His bat's been playing well. Uh, you want to look up how many years he has left? You just go to the scroll to the bottom yeah. and find transactions. Uh, or um, not transactions, salaries. And it'll show you. Uh, the A's could use a catcher. They got Josh uh, Felgey or uh, Fagley or however you say his name. Um, the Cardinals, and there's going to be Cardinals fans that might listen to this and get instantly irritated because all <laughs> Cardinals fans get instantly irritated when you even suggest that Yadi Merlina isn't worthwhile anymore, but Yadier Molina is having a bad year. He's got like a 70 WRC+. plus. I was just looking at his wins above replacement. It wasn't great. Yeah, speaking of McCain, he's got two w or two wins above replacement and also a one year left on his deal. So this is it right here. This is it. Free this, agent yeah, this after is, this. Okay, yeah, so free, free agent. Um, Cardinals probably don't because they're addicted to Molina, even though they shouldn't be. I understand he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer, but they could use an upgrade. They're not going to, though. Probably not. I'd bet, I would bet something. I would, you know. <laughs> if Cardinals trade Yadier Molina, the first person to DM me, I mean, if the Cardinals trade for a catcher <laughs> yeah, to replace that. Yadier Molina, the first person to DM me after that, reminding me of this, I will give you a free autograph card of something. <laughs> there you go. And then the Nationals, they've got Kurt Suzuki. I forget who their backup was. You know, Kurt Suzuki is doing fine. He had like a 101, 102 WRC+. plus. If you can upgrade to a 120, especially for a team like the Nationals, that's been pretty hot right now, I think you should do it. 
Um, so the Nationals are also another option. What does James McCann cost? Is the question if it were the A's? You know, maybe they. I got a quick question before you answer. Yeah. Why Why do the A's not try out Sean Murphy, who's played in AAA now for like a year and a half, or like a year? You I think know, Sean Murphy's injured. You mean, okay, so that would make a little injured. bit more sense. Um, I just didn't know why they make a trade. You know, they could just slot in Sean Murphy yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, well, it shows him current level rookie ball, so he must be rehabbing. Okay, that makes sense. Um, maybe they can grab an Austin Beck, who is a buy low candidate or a George Mateo buy you know type of guy. Maybe a Logan Davidson, um, because he's the only catcher on the market. There might be multiple teams going after him. Maybe they buy low on a Grant Holmes, which is not super exciting, but you know that's the thing about this list is. It's probably not going to be a bunch of sexy names moving around for investment purposes. Um, maybe they go after like James Caprillion and Dalton Jeffries, grab both of those guys. We'll see Dalton Jeffries has been a hot name lately, been doing well. Um, so maybe they trade him while he's hot. Uh, I've seen multiple place, I've seen multiple things on Fangraphs where they think Dalton Jeffries is going to have like one of the best careers of any current A's minor leaguer. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens with James McCann, probably a little bit more valuable to value than I'm expecting, but maybe not by much. If the Brewers had been out of contention, I would have said, yes, Monty Grandal is probably going to get traded and he would definitely have picked up a top hundred recruit, but we're winning again. So yeah, not going to happen. No. Um, so that's catcher. We move on to outfield. I've got the Giants. The A's and the D-backs as potential outfield spots. Uh, Slater and Dickerson have been doing well for the Giants. Uh, Duggar has been bad. Um, you know, they could just put Slater and Dickerson into their outfields around Pilar, and I'm sure they'd be okay. The defense might not be amazing, but they'd probably get some production. But if you want a little bit more of a steady, surefire thing, I could see the Royals trading Alex Gordon. He's got a $4 million buyout on his option next year, which will probably be bought out uh, if he is traded. I don't think a team would want to pay. I think it's like a $15 million option or something like that. I don't think the team acquiring him would want to pay that. Maybe the Royals have to send $4 million in cash for the buyout. Um, he's been having a decent year. Yeah, actually. he's like a 793 OPS. Defense is still good. 108 WRC plus. Yeah, 108 WRC plus. So defense is still good. Bats still decent. He would fit in well in the Giants or A's with the big ballparks. D-backs with the big ballparks. Um, so Alex Gordon would be an interesting option. I do like him for the Giants. Like he's just way more steady than their other guys. But I don't know if the Giants do trade for a player. And if they do, what do the Royals want for the face of their franchise? It's always a tough question. I don't, you're not getting a top 100 prospect at this point, probably. Maybe you get that Sean Gell, or Gell however you say his name, that extremely tall dude from Kentucky. Um, Maybe you grab a Logan Webb. Just have guys with uh, cards. Um, But probably not. The A's... Have Robbie Grossman and Steve Piscotty. They have not been, not been doing well. They could use an Alex Gordon in their outfield. What the A's would like to give up. 
beats me, you know, maybe they give Austin Beck back. The Royals seem like the type of team that might like an Austin Beck uh, athletic upside outfielder to put into their system. Um, and then uh, I've got the D-backs who, like we said earlier, could use an upgrade over uh, Adam Jones and Jared Dyson. Alex Gordon would look good out there with David Peralta. Will it happen? Probably not. I think the D-backs stay. Uh, I think the D-backs stay tight and just keep with what they got. What would it take to get Alex Gordon from the D-backs? Definitely not. Jazz, Varsho, Alec Thomas, Kristen Robinson, or Duplantier. Um, yeah. Maybe Corbin Carroll. Nope, Corbin Carroll's just drafted. Just kidding. Uh, just so many of these odd It's tough. Maybe, maybe Tabor. Maybe Matt Tabor or Blaze <laughs> Alexander. Or maybe both of them get traded for an Alex Gordon. Tough to say. Second outfielder I got is Yasiel Puig. Um, How high is this trade market? I was just looking at his stats. And Puig has like an 800 OPS. He obviously still has a cannon of an arm. It's like a 102 WRC plus. Or yeah. It, it, you know, it's one of those things where you take the bad with a good, good arm, some power. He's an OPS, but not like a spectacular player, not what anybody was expecting. You know, I could see him fitting in one of these teams, the Giants, A's, D-backs. What you'd get for him is very hit or miss. I don't really know. I can't really comment on that. He doesn't seem like a player with a ton of trade value. I don't know if any of these teams would want him. And then lastly, I've got Tyler O'Neill. I've seen multiple things where the Cardinals are looking into potentially trading a Tyler O'Neill or Carlos Martinez or um, Harrison Bader. Tyler O'Neill would probably be a strength for a strength trade where he is major league ready. He's a decent prospect. They're not going to give him away for prospects. Probably they're probably going to want something that can play, uh, that can play right away yeah. at a different position or like a, you know, a reliever. Or yeah, second baseman, reliever type of thing. So, you know, Tyler, Tyler O'Neill Might go, might not. Might go, might not. Hard I can't tell. really comment on what he gets traded for. It's tough to know. Uh, it, a lot of these guys these, are just so hard to know. With these strength-for-strength strength trades where they really probably aren't going to want prospects. But maybe they do. Maybe they want to clear out a 40-man roster spot and get a bunch of prospects in able that yeah. they can develop slowly on. But Tyler O'Neill is another name to keep track of that might get traded. Um, I feel like he's never really going to fit in, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's played these last, like, three years between the Mariners and Cardinals, and he's just kind of been around. Put up, putting he, up those 400-pound bench presses. Yeah, like, just, just hitting home runs and just being around, but never really getting a ton of playing time. Probably too jacked. <laughs> that happened to Jason Hayward one year. Bulked up, had his worst year of his career. He was so bad that one year. Uh, back when he was with the Braves, not with the Cubs, though. Either way, still uh, so that covers outfield. A uh, couple notes here. I left the D-backs off of most positions. It seemed like they could use an upgrade at outfield. And I had them for Nick Cassianos only because of the J.D. Martinez thing. Otherwise, I really do believe that they are not going to upgrade even though they're like a game over 500. I've even seen uh, spots where they're going to would be willing to trade down or pay down 
Zach Greinke's salary to get him off the books. I heard that. So if you're willing to trade Zach Greinke, you're probably not going for, you know, the playoffs. No. Um, I left the Rangers off, even though they're like a game above 500 mostly because of reasons like trading Pence and Mike Miner. Um, though they would have positions they could upgrade to uh, be better. Be better. <laughs> and then the Giants are obviously on this list because they've been hot lately. They're probably not going to trade Madison Bumgarner. They might trade a Will Smith type guy because uh, they've got other relievers. They could use, um, as we covered, they could use upgrade at second, at short. I don't think they give up on Brandon Crawford type of thing. Um, and I think they're on here because it's Bruce Bochy's last year. They owe it to Bruce Bochy to go for it instead of trade guys away. So that covers all of the guys. Aaron, how do you feel about the players we've covered today? Well, bringing it back to cards and buying and investing, it seems like that none of you guys should have a big worry out there right now. Like with the pitchers, there's a lot more to worry about. Because yeah. You could have guys like Trevor Bauer moving. In the past, Madison Bumgarner, probably not anymore like we talked about. But with this, you guys should all be watching the Whit Merrifield. Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman. You guys should all be watching the Whit Merrifield trade because if you got guys like Marco Luisiano, who we're not saying he's going to be traded. We're never saying that. This is all just speculation on what we you know could see maybe happen. That could, uh, could not bode well going from the Giants to the Royals. Yeah. That's that's the big thing. Whit Merrifield's the big fish. Yeah, and especially because any of those top prospects that be traded for him will land on the Royals. It's not like that they might go elsewhere because there's not any other teams that have that caliber player. It's like they're landing on the Royals if they're getting traded, those guys. It's, yeah. is what I see it as. You mean they're not going to flip their prospects? Who? The Royals? No, I was just saying like it's not like that there's multiple different Whit Merrifield caliber players out there. So if those prospects were to get traded oh. in this... Yeah, yeah, there's player. there's certain players there's certain players that are only going to get traded for Whit Merrifield. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about with the Marco Lucianos and you the know, player. your Marco Lucianos, your Carter Kaibooms, those type of guys. Yeah. You should be kinda of worried if you own some of those guys right now. Uh, obviously he can only get traded to one team. Yeah. So you know Maybe he gets traded to the A's and Jesus Lizardo is gone and stuff like that. And that's not that big of a deal anyways. Yeah. He's already been traded once in his career. So. Well, I think he's been traded twice. He's drafted by the Nationals, traded to the A's for Sean oh, Dooley. Yeah. Um, so, you, it's a very depressing list. Mostly first baseman and DHs. Some of the guys that are doing well, the since you choose, are owed money next year, so he's probably not going to get traded. Alex Gordon has a buyout, so he's probably not going to get traded. Uh, also face the franchise. Um, a bunch of the other guys are guys that got traded in the offseason. You know, your James McKenzie, your Yasiel Quiggs, uh, that don't have, you know, a ton of value right now. Hunter Pence, Melky Cabrera were like minor league deals. Um, Nick Cassianos is going to be a free agent. Can't play defense. Jose Breu is going to be a free agent as a first base only. Freddie Galvis was a minor league free agent, I'm pretty sure. Eric Sogard was a minor league free agent. Derek Dietrich was a minor league free agent. So, it's just a bad, it's a bad list for wanting a hitter. Yeah. I think there's teams, a team like the Brewers can really upgrade with a Freddie Galvis, which most teams can't do. Um, maybe a team really removes their utility player and grabs a Freddie Galvis or a 
Eric Sogard, and they become better. Speaking to these mini upgrades, there's eight days left currently in the trade period. 31st is the trade deadline. Do you see like the trades being super delayed this year because of teams not really sure yeah, if they want to trade? Well, teams are going to try to figure out who they are within these next eight days. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of waiting and seeing if their other players could even play better or if these guys are going to, you know, whatever. Well, you know, if a team loses five of the next eight games in the next eight days or seven games. You could flip from buyer to seller, yeah. seller to buyer, whatever it is. And if you trade, if you, you know, trade away an all-right player, say, let's take, let's take, um... The Brewers here. Where's the Brewers list at? Prospects? Nine here. So, oh, no, that's Tampa Bay. That's LA. Okay, so the Brewers, right? They won Ferdy Gallows. A couple years ago, they traded um, they traded Brett Phillips for half a year, Mike Moustakis. Mike Moustakis is a better player. They traded, uh, who's that guy they traded for? Neil Walker? Half a year of Anthony Swarzak. Yeah. Uh, oh, who did they trade for Anthony Swarzak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It beats me. He went to the Mets, right? No. Oh, White Sox. Anthony Swarzak was a White Sox. White Sox. Yeah. yeah. Um, we traded. Uh, we got him from the Rangers in the Lucroy deal. I don't know why. I can't think of his name. It starts with a C. I can't think of it for the life of me. But we traded a solid pro- player at the time for half a year of Anthony Swarzak. So. It is conceivable that a guy like a Joe Gray gets traded for a Freddie Galvis. It's Cordell. Oh, Ryan Cordell. Thank you. Uh, it is conceivable that a Marcos Dipland type of guy, though Marcos Dipland's value has gone down, so probably not. Peyton Henry, you know, type, these type of guys. Corey Ray. It's conceivable that one of these guys gets traded for a Freddie Galvis type of player uh, because the market is so thin. Um, yeah. So just be worried. Be worried about that. Otherwise, it's a pretty depressing list. I'm sure there's a couple guys that I've missed that will get traded. Uh, some of these teams might drop off the face of the map in the next eight days and trade guys away. Super open there, but that's what's left to be decided and something that's fun to track. Yeah. And then teams that have all the balls in their court, a team like the Dodgers could really make a super team by grabbing you know, Whit Merrifield or grabbing one of the most dominant relievers out there like Horacio Iglesias or yeah, try to grab Amir Garrett from the Reds or something. Yeah, something interesting like that. Um, teams with a ton of player, uh, uh, teams with a ton of prospects like the Rays. Where's the Rays list? <clears throat> the Rays, you know, obviously have a bajillion players and, you know, they got guys off of there off of their top 100 here, like Lucius Fox and Taylor Walls and stuff, Anthony Banda, Nick Schnell, Shane McClanahan, Tyler Frank, Jose De Leon, uh, that could get Tanner Dodson that could get traded um, without even touching any of their top 100, and they could still get a upgrade for their team, reliever or something like that. So the Rays have a ton of power here in this trade deadline, in my mind. Um, the Red Sox are an interesting team because they might become a seller. Instead of a buyer, I've covered them as a buyer today. That'd be so interesting. But That'd the Red so Sox weird. definitely might become a seller. They've been doing pretty poorly recently. Um, so we'll see what happens there. There's just a lot up in the air and a lot better pitchers, and really not even that good at pitchers, 
Like when Mike Miner is one of your best free agent or one of your best trade pieces available for starting pitchers. Yeah, it's just a bad year. Yeah, it's a bad year. Um, outside of the Marcus Stroman's and the Trevor Bowers and like Shane Green for closers, even though Shane Green's kind of iffy too. It's it's just yeah, brutal. Yeah, not super exciting. No, put it. but but not super exciting for teams. And hopefully, good for your guys' big-time investments. You know, you shouldn't probably expect Gavin Lux to get traded. I don't really know if Carter Kaiboom's going to get traded. There's not that many guys that command that. It's literally Trevor Bauer, Marcus Stroman, and Whit Merrifield. Yeah. That could command one of those guys. Yeah. So, you just wait this out. Wait these eight we- eight days. Try not to be too worried. And I think we'll all end up okay. I agree. All right, well... Hopefully you guys can track the trade deadline, trade deadline and your teams play better through it so you guys don't have to see all your favorite players go. That's always a bummer, too. Yep. We went through that with Sixto Sanchez. It was terrible. Yep. It has continued to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Either way, hope you guys have a great rest of your day and see you guys next time.